Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Friday night! All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. A feel-good football Friday. Giants and Eagles tomorrow night is going to be absolutely nuts. Leading up to the game, kickoff during the game, lots of people will be out watching, bars are going to be packed, and that is the great thing, even though I was so bummed out about the Giants beating my team, that is the great thing about having a local team involved in big games like this, because you feel it everywhere you go in the tri-state area. I mean, Al lives way the hell down in on the Jersey Shore, I live way the hell out on Long Island, there's people all over the five boroughs that are all going to be into this game one way or another. Jets fans that probably don't want to see their Giant fan friends get another victory. Giants fans that are going absolutely crazy saying this is 2007 all over again. It's people gambling on the games. It just it provides a spark that we're feeling this morning and the excitement of it. And Monday morning, that could be it. It could be it. It could be the last time we're talking about a local football team playing this season. But... But it could be another miracle and would be sitting here talking about championship weekend with the Giants in it. I do think that this game will be close. I do think that that seven and a half is a number that the Giants can cover. Picking them to win the game, I'll save that for the end of the show and our pick segment. But I'll tell you right now, I am going to pick the Giants to cover because I don't see another blowout like we saw at Giants Stadium a few weeks ago when Jalen Hurts was still healthy. Well, um, I'm glad you feel that way. I will say this. For all my Giant fan friends in my life, because I have no skin in the game in the sense that uh, I'm not a Giant fan. Yeah. And I don't dislike the Giants. I actually like the Giants and appreciate mm-hmm. everything that Wellington Merritt did to get the NFL to where it is today. It had to start somewhere. <clears throat> and you had somebody who had a much bigger view than many people during his time when he was originally owning this team uh, than, than back then. Uh, there were very few of those people. He was one of those people that saw the future, and he was the one that was essentially the 
foundational owner of this whole thing that we call the NFL today. So I've always appreciated that, always appreciated the Marin Tisch families. Um, I know that they've always tried to run their franchise the right way, hence the our way New York Giants, you know, donuts here this morning and things of that nature because they're sending a message that we're the Giants. And my Giant fan friends are mostly older guys who have been through the bad years in the 70s, the good years in the 80s, the better years, you know, in the in the 2000s when they get to, to the Super Bowl in 7 and 12. But <clears throat> so I'm happy for them because I can feel it. They're in the mix. Like they're texting, you know, they're they're all over me talking about this guy, that guy, this coach, and they love their coach. They absolutely love their coach. And, you know, when was the last time we, we could say that really about anybody around here? <laughs> Joe Torre after he won like his fourth World Series? I think that the Met fans love Buck Showalter. I think for one year, yeah. I think it was he got off to a good start, 101 wins. Well, this yeah. is one year for Brian Dayball, too. Yeah. So I think those are two guys that would be the examples. The Jets have not had a coach that they have loved since, what, Bill Parcells? No, Rex Ryan. Well, they yeah, they did love Rex for a while. It ended poorly, though. But, but the fans did the love him. dynamic per- and bombastic personality was yeah. going to end eventually. They did love him. I mean, the Giants loved Tom Coughlin, of course. Did not love anybody after Tom Coughlin. I think until Barry right Trotz now. was loved by Islander mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, because they were very shocked when he was let go. I do think that they, they liked him very much. Torts? I love Torts, personally. Yeah. So. But the bottom line is, your point is that... It's few and far between that the whole fan base loves a guy. Right, even when a guy is successful. Like yeah. Aaron Boone's successful. Yep. But for some reason, there's a part of the fan base that just like is, is done with Aaron Boone. Well, because he's not successful enough and they keep losing to the same team and he doesn't have that fiery personality and it annoys people and all of that. All right, you and I are Nick fans. We like Tom, uh, Tom Thibodeau. I could do without him personally. Really? Yeah, I'm done with him. You're, now you're done with him. Yeah, I am. I know. I just, he's. I don't like some of his rotations. I don't like some of his rules. I don't like. I, I just. I don't know. It's he's okay. I don't need. I could. I could take him or leave him at this point. I don't hate him. I don't think it's like he has to be fired. I'm just it's not, not Fisdale. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, not like that. I just. I. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does. I hate when he buries talented guys on the bench for reasons that only make sense to him. Defense, defense, defense. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't ever give him a chance. That's the problem. Listen, man, defense, hustle. You got to want it, man. Well, whatever. So, I mean, do you love Tom Thibodeau? Do I love him? I kind of, I do like him. Okay. I do like him. I will say that. But no, nobody's on the pedestal of Brian Dable right no, now. No, 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 I don't think so. And I even don't. if they lose this game, he's still going to be that guy. He's still going to be loved. And that may change next season if things don't go the same way or there's questionable decisions. Or maybe he turns into that guy that will forever be beloved because he brings another championship hey, to the Giants. Well, let's face it. When Brian Dable was given a job, you know, mandate number one by John Marrow was, look, we got to figure this quarterback out. And as John Mara said, when he did finally hire Brian Dable, you know, we screwed this kid up six ways to Sunday. So mm-hmm. we have to get him right. And they have gotten him right to a point where he doesn't turn the ball over. And they've gotten him running the ball smarter uh, than he had the previous three years. So they have gotten the maximum out of Daniel Jones right now. And that performance last week against Minnesota was awesome. It was an awesome performance. Now going on the road and winning this game... It's it's I, I, it's going to be akin to I I think Eli Manning winning the championship game at San Francisco. It's going to be physical. It's going to be nasty, and it's going to take a yeoman's effort uh, by the entire team to win the game. But it's going to take that quarterback to stand in there 
And, you know, and he's playing again like he doesn't he's not playing, you know, with Garrett Wilson. He's not playing with uh, Devontae Adams. He's not playing with Steph Diggs or Jamar Chase or T. Higgins. I mean, he's out there with basically guys that are trying to find their way in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got to have another game where he's rushing for close to 70 yards again. I mean, I really believe this, that. This defense is so much faster I know, than I, and I, I, I agree, and it's going to be tougher, and that's why I think that's, that's going to be a major challenge for them. But, you know, for him to and this offense to be at its best, he's got to be doing that. He has mm. to be. I mean, that's, that's the major weapon. He, he won that game, you know, with essentially... He put the team on his back. Yeah, but you even said that you thought that there were times in that game where you thought the magnets were in the helmets that were repelling yeah, each other. Did, yeah. Because where were the defensive players? Not, were they actually at the game? Yeah. I mean, like you just wonder, like, how is a guy in the middle of the football field and, and he doesn't have anybody within 30 yards of him? I mean, you're sounding exactly like me. And this is why I believe it's scheme. I don't believe that it was totally talent. I do think that some of it was talent, but to me it was scheme. And they never, ever, ever changed it. And that's why they fired their offensive coordinator. So Defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator. I, I, they nev- I, I never thought that they ever believed in their defense. Never. How could you? I mean, God, and they were opportunistic throughout the year, and that's what sort of made them get to that 13 wins and why people never believed in them because they'd win games with these crazy things and turnovers would happen. If they don't get the turnovers, they were awful. So, yes, there's way more room against a Vikings defense than an Eagles defense. We understand that. But if you're going to get to the NFC Championship game, Daniel Jones is going to have to do the same yeah, thing he did against a bad exactly. defense against a good defense. And it's gonna That's be a only my point. So it'll be a lot harder. Yeah, all right. Let's go to Adam and Dix Hills. What's going on, Adam? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um, looking forward to this weekend. Lots of football to watch. Um, Giants game in particular. So I'm, I'm kind of old, and I go back to the 80s. Remember, like, you know, the 85 Bears and their defense, <laughs> the 86 Giants and their defense, right? Defense wins games, doesn't it? Yeah. So I look at the Giants team and I say to myself, do they have the defenders to go to the next round and beyond? And I don't know. I mean, so Daniel's doing great. And the offense is humming. But can the defense step it up to the level of an LT, Leonard Marshall, Carl Banks, the good old boys who really won the Super Bowl for the Giants? <laughs> And don't forget about Justin Tuck and Michael Strahan and all those guys too. I mean, yeah, you know, I that's, love this. I, 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 the Giants' defensive line is 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 really good this year. Now, is it to the level of that the 2017? Probably not. But let's not make like if you want to talk about weaknesses, the, the, let's go to the the linebackers. This defensive line and Ojolari being healthy would really have helped them. But I mean, they've got three legit defensive lineman there and Dexter Lawrence is become one of the best defensive tackles in the game and and Thibodeau we have seen him get going he's had some disruptive games and Leonard Williams has been a great player for several years now so I I don't that that is a strength for the Giants in this game I mean there's plenty of weaknesses a strength is that defensive line yeah just get one of these other kids out in space behind them and the linebackers uh you know now all of a sudden you're asking for problems yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Manny in New Ham- New Hampshire. What's up, Manny? Good morning, fellas. How you doing today? Good, Manny. What's up? Hey, listen. I want to explain. Uh, how can I say historical hatred for the Eagles? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they still have that picture of Charlie Bednarik? Chuck. You know, Charlie the Clutch. Right. 
standing on top of Frank Gifford, almost dead. Do they, they have that? Do they have I'm sure they have it somewhere. Yeah, of they course they have that. Yeah. They still have it in the uh, in the locker room. I've heard they still have that in the locker room to give the Dirty Birds incentive. Is that true or not? I see. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm know not sure, that. but that's like just an iconic picture of football. You know what I'm saying? Just one old of those things. Football. Old time football. Now, I mean, Frank Gifford ended up. You know, having a very long life after that, oh, yeah. it's not like he died on the field that day. So, I mean, if I were the Eagles, I would probably have that picture up as well. I mean, that was a great moment in history. And it was just the, the him, like, celebrating with the arm up and Gifford on the ground is sort of akin to, like, the Muhammad Ali f- famous photo. Yeah, it's almost akin to the Kayvon Thibodeau <laughs> Snow Angels next to Phil, uh, Nick Foles. Come on, stop it. Not even not even close, man. Uh, Mike and Massapequa, what's going on, Mike? Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. All right, Mikey, what's happening? Boomer, this is very reminiscent of about, uh, what, 2011-12 run? You know, Bacha Galoop. Back on the back on the prowl. The Giants are back at it here. You know, we get past these Eagles tomorrow. We're going to make a nice run. I got I got news for you. Oh, good good I luck, Mike. Mike, I, you know, listen. I hope Bachikaloop Jones has a great game. Bachikaloop, Yeah, Yeah, we hope Bachikaloop plays well today or this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you win this game, you might face the 49ers. Then that's going to be an even bigger task, in my opinion. What this is, well, both, just both one of week the runs that the Giants went on, especially yeah. the 07 run. Right. Was was, was ridiculous. It's the greatest postseason run in NFL history. Yeah, 100%. Undisputed. That's DNA. That's right. championship DNA. Championship DNA. We're talking about that, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, Parks in Pennsylvania. What's up, Parks? Hey, Gio, I owe you a huge thank you. So, long story short, grew up on the uh, South Shore Long Island. Lived in Florham Park the last four years, but because of a work opportunity, in this past November, I moved deep into enemy territory, and I currently live outside of philadelphia and i've got a five and seven year old daughter and they go to a catholic school and the deal today was they were able to go to school dressed down and they can wear football gear okay. so we're sitting at the dinner table last night and my seven-year-old comes over to me she's like daddy i think i want to wear my saquon barkley jersey Ooh. and given everything that i've heard this week from you and others i'm like how can i do that to my seven-year-old daughter how can i send her to school being there three months in a Giants jersey. So, so the good news is we agreed that she'd go in neutral and that she'd wear the Giants jersey this weekend when we went up to New Jersey to uh, watch the game there. All right, so she did not, she's not at school this morning with the Saquon jersey on. Yeah, because I'm just thinking to myself, how can I send a seven-year-old girl, yeah. you know, two months into her new school, two months yeah. plus, in a giant shirt. Now, that's do you th- think, that's like, that's the other seven-year-olds there would hold it against their, like, what is the age? Well, that's where these kids are taught in Philadelphia. Yeah, I guess. You know, I guess you're right. Yeah, you yeah. might as well play it safe, Parks. You might as well play it safe. Exactly. Any other city, uh, I would have been very comfortable with that. But just, you know, given what I know here, uh, I just think don't that's that's not something I was going to allow her to do. Yeah, and listen, it's family first. Protect your daughters no matter what you do. That's the number one thing. So I think that you made the right move. Tell we came out of that winter classic. We formed a cocoon around Sydney. You know, she was like 10 years old. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, I really can't. And we were all wearing our Ranger stuff, too, man. That was yeah. that was amazing. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We are here. A feel-good football Friday. Jerry Recco is back with us with another update. What's going on, Jerry? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. The storylines remain the same, just the sounds change. Jaguars, Chiefs tomorrow. Then tomorrow night, Giants, Eagles from the lake. Julian Love with Tiki and Tierney in his normal weekly spots. As you know, even if Jalen Hurts isn't 100%, at the end of the day, he is still Jalen Hurts. He, he makes their offense go. He's a talented player. Like you said, he's playing an MVP, MVP pace all year. And he's going to have to earn it. I mean, that's as simple as I could put it. You know, 
whether he's hurt or not, whether he's feeling it or not, yep. he's going to have to earn everything he gets because that's our Jalen Hurts ain't good. Come on, Giants. Jalen Hurts ain't good. Don't let him throw more touchdowns than he should. Jalen Hurts ain't good. <laughs> It's not bad for an MVP candidate. Yeah, <laughs> 32 of 35, 357 yards, three passing TDs, two rushing. You'd have to come back and do that over next week and say, Jalen Hurts is really good. <laughs> that, that would be something. Here's Brian Dable. My quarterback is Daniel Jones, and he is calm, cool, and collected. And nothing really rattles him. I think he's been through a, a lot of different things in his career, and I think he just... You know, players look to him because he is that consistent voice. Um, How about that? How about they that? They look to him for that consistent voice. Yeah, he's come a long way. I cannot wait till the Giants play another game so I could stop seeing these highlights. <laughs> I mean, every single day I've seen the same highlights, and it pisses me off all over again. Actually, if Stephen had a sense of humor, this is what he would continue with. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you watch these highlights, I'm oh, reminded just how well God. Daniel Jones threw the ball that yes, game. Yes, he did. I mean, yes, that's about did. as well as I've ever seen him throw the ball in the field. Now, I'm sure there have been other games where he's been that good. But he was consistently good from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. On point, as they say. And, you know, Stephen, I know that Eddie's not there. But, Stephen, just listen. You don't need to respond back. You know, the Giants did play other football games this year. You know, yeah. they, they, they played an entire regular season in, in, in which you could draw from, Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. Are you there? Good morning, boys. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of other highlights that have uh, accumulated throughout the year. You could play those highlights as well. You don't have no, to keep showing me the same highlights. Can't. What do you mean no, you can't? You've been playing them the whole year. It's a seven-day highlight window. Seven-day highlight seven window. Weeks. I don't believe you at all. Is that even for games that they appeared on CBS? Yes. Wow. Well, you know what? That's stupid. For that kind of money that you pay for these yeah, contracts? Uh, Steven, who makes that rule? Who made that rule? The NFL. Why would the NFL want to... Uh, like not allow us as an NFL partner play their highlights from throughout the year, especially when you can go to YouTube and watch any highlight of any game you want. Exactly. I abide by the rules. I'm not sure. He is a rules guy, Stephen Walsh. I know he's a I rules am a guy. Big rules guy. You want to go protest out in front of the NFL? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen. We'll talk to you later. Um, Good night. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled the Buchanan on you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Anyways, that'll be tomorrow night. Then Sunday, you got another doubleheader. Bengals and Bills first. Here's Joe Burrow. Knows that Bills defense specifically. When you get inside the 20, quite uh, tough to crack. Try to keep everything in front and limit the big plays. And when you get down into the red zone, that style of defense is really effective because you shorten the field. uh, And they can play a lot more aggressive in their zones. Absolutely. Here is uh, Bills head coach Sean McDermott talking about Burrow now. You know, that kid's really something. Joe and, and what he's accomplished to this point as a, as a quarterback in this league and, um, you know, extremely smart, accurate. Um, the list goes on. List Joe goes Barrow? On. No, Joe <laughs> Burrow, not Barrow. So that should be a heck of a game on uh, Sunday afternoon, late in the afternoon. Then in the evening, you've got the Cowboys and the Niners from Santa Clara. Here's Dak Prescott ready for the challenge. <laughs> no, what's the minute? Oh. <laughs> the CBS. You know what's funny is you look like you're from the 50s. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the black and white. It's a black photo. and white picture that CBS Sports <laughs> Network put up of all the Bengals quarterbacks in playoff history. So Are they doing that on purpose? Of to course, you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Stephen, yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm not going. Um, never mind. 
saying what I was going to say. <laughs> it's going to be you and Geo in the hot air balloon. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, this is what I wanted to play for you last hour, actually. It was Patrick Peterson Okay, that said what he said about uh, Kirk Cousins in that fourth and eight play. This was on the All Things Covered podcast. Yeah, except the Giants wide receivers. Uh, in this case, you are correct. He basically is like, what did what did Cousins just do? When I saw it, the only thing I could think of, I was like, uh, he must have didn't know how, how, how you know what the, what down it was. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard his you know explanation um, about it uh, as of yet. But on the side, I was like, it was just it just took me back, you know, because I was just shocked that you know we threw the ball, you know, three yeah. yards, we needed eight. All right, so All right. What, what's your explanation for playing so far off the wide receiver? Right, he had a oh horrible God. game. He got beaten every which way. Made, couldn't make a tackle. Isaiah Hodgins beat him like a drum. I mean, we're not talking about Jerry Rice. We're talking about Isaiah Hodgins killed him in that game. I could make a case that Patrick Peterson was the worst player on that defense on Sunday. And he's coming out and criticizing Kirk Cousins. Was getting for, one, for one play. Right. For one play. Correct. And by the way, one play that was being influenced by like maybe the largest man on the field. Yeah. I mean, that is that is bad. That is really bad. And I I liked Patrick Peterson's leadership and everything else, but he is that done. That's not leadership. He's right cooked. There. And this now, I mean, he did have it during the year. I'll I'll give him that. But this that was awful. I mean, taking you aback. I mean, I, I, the fact that you guys got trucked on defense. That's what took everybody else aback. He can't be on this team next year. Not only because of those comments, but the way that he played. That's horrible. Well, you know, that, that defense got trucked all year. Yes, they did. 100%. And, and he made a couple of key interceptions, including the one in the Buffalo game. He did have one in the first Giants game. But he could not have been worse in that playoff game. I mean, I, the fact that he pointed the finger somewhere else is, I mean, that, I, I lose a lot of respect for him with that. Meantime, uh, Ravens head coach John Harbaugh at one point said, um, 200% for sure that Lamar Jackson will be back next year as their quarterback. Also then said he's praying that Lamar Jackson is back as their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And another point said he hopes that Lamar Jackson is back as their quarterback. Here's their GM, Eric Costa. He was asked about a possible deal. If that happens to present itself, if it doesn't happen by the tag deadline and you tag him, are you willing to entertain trade offers about Lamar Jackson? You know, that's something that we're not going to talk about at this point. Um, I talked to Lamar today, as I said, and our focus right now is really to get a long term deal done. So we'll see. Not going to discuss that now. So who knows? He could have said no to that. He could have said no. He did not say no. Like, I remember when Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates requested a trade. The GM over there, whoever it is now, is was like, we're not trading him, so I don't care what he thinks. He just basically flat out said he's here, he's under contract, yeah. and we're not going to trade him. And they haven't yet. That makes it sound like they will listen. Well, you know, yeah. who else said we're not trading them is uh, Joe Douglas about Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore. We're not trading them. So stop. And he didn't trade him. And he didn't. Right, exactly. He actually yeah. was true to his word, yeah. Ravens uh, offensive coordinator Greg Roman did step down, so he is out there for whoever You know what the like. Jets should do? They should hire both Greg Roman and Nathaniel Hackett. And then if they get Aaron Rodgers, they fire Greg Roman. And then if they get Lamar Jackson, they fire Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> you know? Just make sure you're covered on both ends. And just have both those guys there as co-offensive coordinator until, uh, you know, you figure out your quarterback. You'll get Brian, Byron Luffers, too, and you got Brady in the mix. <laughs> That's right. Who knows? What the hell? Of them. 
What the hell? Uh, Suns beat the Nets 117 to 112. Mikael Bridges at 28, DeAndre 8 and 24 and 14. Uh, here was Jacques Vaughn. How do you get more from this team without Kevin Durant on the floor? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good uh, question for our group. Um, and it's both sides of the basketball. Yep, they did not play well early. They played really well in the fourth quarter, but it was not enough as they have now lost four straight. They're 27 and 17 on the season. They're right back at it tonight in Utah while the Knicks will visit Atlanta. Uh, Michigan State beat Rutgers 70 to 57 last night. Hofstra easy over UNC Wilmington 70 to 46. Did not realize that they hung a 40 to 16 spot on them in the second half. This was a tie game at halftime. Mm. So Speedy Claxton was asked afterwards, nice. what changed? Defense. You know, we locked up, but then they had 16 second, second, yeah, second half points. I mean, if we're going to go like we need to go like that. We need to go like that every game. And we're going to be a hard team to beat. Look at that. Someone sent me that on Twitter, so thank you very much. It was on YouTube. I couldn't find it, but it was there. And it was on CBS Sports Network last night, this and game. And the game was on CBS Sports Network last night. How about that? The Hofstra Pride. Look at that timing. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then I thought this was kind of cool. I didn't, I knew that Gonzaga lost and got upset by Loyola Marymount. I did not play the final seconds here for you, then I'll finish up. Nolan Hickman with the basketball. Shelton there defensively. Timmy had to set the screen. Big screen. Drew Timmy down the lane. Shot up. Blocked by Graham. He's got it. They run it down to the corner. Strother's three is short. And LMU's come on the road and defeated Gonzaga for the first time since 1991. All right, so that's cool enough. That's Loyola Marymount Radio. But it's more than that. Gonzaga had a 76-game home winning streak snapped with that loss. And Loyola Marymount had a 25-game losing streak to Gonzaga. Mm. So first time since 91 they win there. But 25 in a row. Got a fire Mark wow. few. It. It's over. This is embarrassing. <laughs> not, no, no, no. And by the way, that 76-game home winning streak was the eighth longest in uh, Division One history. So pretty cool for Loyal and Merrill. I've noticed that there's one team, Gonzaga's, has been doing... Wait, hold on. Who, 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 who? who? Isn't it Gonzangas? <laughs> Gonzangas? I forgot about that guy. Gonzangas. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> um, Notre Dame head coach Mike Bray stepping down at the end of the season. Araldis Chapman signing with the Royals. Rangers, not the best of nights against a really good team of the Bruins. Leads the team with 63 points. That is fourth in the league. And he is second in the league for Connor McDavid in goal scored. And he scored! There is a Yeah, <laughs> that was credited to Pavel Zaka. 3-1, the Bruins beat the Rangers. Patrice Bergeron, Connor Clifton with goals as well. And your guy, Boomer, Jeremy Swayman with 31 saves. My guy. Yeah, well, you highlighted him last yeah, well, hour. You were very impressed night. by him. So he's, he's Boomer's guy. last year, and he's great this year. You should do an NHL Boomer Award. That, and you uh, can that, have Jeremy Swayman leading the pack. They got four lines flying up and down the ice, man. Not a lot of young kids on that team. This is a veteran-laden team that is playing some of the best hockey that I think the NHL has seen in a long time. Here's Mika Zibanejad. Yeah, no, I think they, they play smart. Uh, um, that's on whatever. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sabres Islanders last night. The Islanders. Mike Jad. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> and he, he did have your guy, um, Ed Donatello, Ed Donatello this morning. I did hear that. Yeah, I know. Ed Donatello. <laughs> that was pretty uh, funny. Uh, Islanders fall short to the Sabres. Joe's pass. There's a little too much. Legano is going water skiing behind Dalene as well. Got, got held. 
Chance for Olsen scores. Victor Olsen that popped out into the slot. And the Buffalo Sabres halfway through the third have tied it. Yeah, so Matt Martin put the Islanders in front with a goal, but it was Olofsson that ties it, then Dylan Cousins, the game winner, and the Sabres beat the Isles in overtime, 3-2. Overtime for the Devils as well, but the Kraken win there as they beat them 4-3. Andre Burakowski with the game-winning goal after Nico Hischier had forced the overtime scoring late in the third. Everybody lost, man. Wasn't good. Not a good night. No- well, now your Hofstra, Hofstra team won. won. Hofstra won. That's right, bud. Eddie, Hofstra the picks won. jockey lost last night, and of course, I mean... I, I missed his last, or not missed, I chose not to bet on his last six picks that all were winners. You just sat back and watched. And last night I decided to go in for $50 on Eddie's pick. You mm-hmm. brought your uh, Vikings loser DNA to the I picks. did, and they got <laughs> crushed. It's funny if he goes on a losing streak now because of Geo. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It wasn't even close this I, game. I totally forgot about Eddie last uh, night. How could you? He tweets every three seconds. I don't follow him. That so. <laughs> is true. But he did not tweet during the game. He said there's too much pressure on him. You know what? That's probably smart. Just sit back and watch it. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thorne Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Just a quick update from Eddie, the picks jockey who has been talking to Al. We're not going to talk to Eddie today. We had a very long conversation with him earlier in the week. Um, so we'll uh, catch up with him next week. He did lose his pick, unfortunately, last night, but he is still on an unbelievable streak, and many people are still going to ride with him, uh, including me, with his next pick. He can't win them all. Eventually, he's going to drop some, but right now, his percentage is crazy. It's like the ni- over 90% uh, since we've met Eddie the Picks jockey, but he's going to go to a Philadelphia-area casino this weekend to watch the Giants and the Eagles And he said he's going to put his Lawrence Taylor jersey on in enemy territory. And he said that he's not afraid to get his teeth knocked out because he doesn't have any teeth. So that was Eddie's joke that he wanted to relay to us this morning. He Well, he he does have teeth, but if he does get them knocked out, that would would help the dentist. It would be a little bit cheaper, I would think. 
Yes. Or would it? Because now you got to replace more teeth. Or maybe he's just going to pull all of those teeth. He tweeted that joke, he texted that joke, and he voicemailed me that joke. Voicemail? He called you and left you a voicemail? He did, yeah. Oh, Eddie. Man, I tell you. I would kept watching over and over again him walking his dog and, and imitating the dance that I was doing. Right. Did you see that one? Yes, yes, So yes. I was I imitated the Turkish guy's dance. And then he imitated me imitating the Turkish guy's dance with the belly. And it's just hilarious while he's walking. It's strange. <laughs> yeah, just just a little strange. But we love Eddie. Hey, Eddie, don't worry about last night. You had to drop one at some point. I ain't holding it against you. Just let's. There he is right there on yes. CBS Sports Network. Yeah, the dance. All right, let's go, Eddie. Let's, let's go, go, Eddie. Let's, let's get a winner tonight. Let's get back on the horse. Uh, Mark in Matawan. What's going on, Mark? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Hey, I'm going tomorrow night. Uh, my girl, she's like my ex girlfriend, but. Oh, come on, Mark. Oh. I mean, first of all, now I can understand why it's his ex girl. But he's still going with her. Right. And we did get that, just making sure. Yeah. There were so many questions to ask him. Yeah, there were. I was going to get into that whole thing. I was like, I'm not really interested about the jersey or the, the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend. I was going to get right into that. But then, of course, he curses, and we can't talk to him. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Uh, Patrick and St. James. What's going on, Patrick? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, so I hear everyone talking about going down to Philadelphia, uh, you know, how horrible it is. I've never been down there for a sports game, but I do hate everybody from Philadelphia. Uh, years ago, Smarty Jones was going for the Triple Crown, I don't know, two decades ago. And for some reason, Philadelphia was so starved for a champion that the entire city came up the turnpike to the Belmont Stakes. The amount of trash that came through that paddock entrance that day, jean shorts, tube socks, white pony sneakers, you know, ripping non, you know, non-filtered cigarettes. It was, it was a bloodbath all day back there for no reason. There wasn't even a game going on. There was like 10 races. Their quote unquote horse was racing at seven o'clock at night. And these people just could not control themselves. Uh, that that day was the last day they ever allowed you to bring your own beer into, for Belmont Steaks Day. Philadelphia ruined a good thing. <laughs> they don't yeah. deserve. They don't deserve nice things. They're uh, they're not normal. Yeah. And uh, you know, just that's it. They're uh, yeah. Yeah, and I remember I, I, I remember that that Belmont Steaks. I went to that Belmont Steaks, and I went to the one was it Empire Maker. Um, that I have to go back, but I remember being at the Smarty Jones one all those yeah, years there ago. Was a bunch of, there was a bunch of triple crowns in a row, like right. years in a row. They kept having them. I mean, there was one hundred thirty thousand people in there. Right. So of all the Jets fans out there, that are like, oh, I'm going to root against the Giants. If you like horse racing, Philadelphia ruined the Belmont Stakes for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, find, yeah. let's find some common ground and uh, fool Philly. Yeah, right. Who right. is right? Absolutely. And Smarty Jones, when when was that? I, I, I want to say that was also 2003. We're talking a lot about 2000, 2004. Okay. So that was, yeah, two decades ago, like he said, just about uh, 19 years ago. Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing nice you could say about a Philadelphia sports fan, for the most part, generically. You know, I'm sure there's some good ones out there. I'm sure there's some people that aren't the worst, but for the most part, but there have been crazy. A, but there have been a lot of other fan bases, not yeah. just New York fan bases, that have said the same thing about going to Philly and watching their teams play, no matter what the sport may be. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so I mean, it's not just it's not just us. 
No. I mean, New York and Philly don't like each other, and that's the way that it should be. But, yes, I mean, this is a known thing throughout the country. Ha, ha, ha. Philly suck it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's whole. You know, I used to actually, you know, back in the day, the only Philly team that I actually liked was the Andy Reid Philadelphia Eagles. I liked that team because I thought they were so tough, and I know that they didn't end up winning the Super Bowl, but I had so much respect for them because it was every single year they were winning. And I always loved Jeremiah Trotter. I thought he was such yeah, a great yeah. player. And I had the respect for him. I don't want to say I liked him because they beat my team a couple times, but like that team I had, a lot, Brian Dawkins, I had a lot of respect for that team. I always thought Donovan McNabb got a terrible rap, and he was a better player than people made him out to be. Brian Westbrook was really, really good. I had a lot of respect for that team, but and I mean, you got you got to have respect for 2017. Uh, I just Eagles. I just think about these Eagles that you know remind me like of Buddy Ryan's Eagles. Mm. They remind me of you know Andy Reid's Eagles. They remind me of Doug Peterson's Eagles. Yeah, I mean they're all kind of the carbon copy of each other. Where the quarterback is good, don't get me wrong. But he may not be the central figure. Maybe Donovan McNabb was to a certain extent. Yeah. But the coach is the central. And, and it's always about their offensive and defensive lines. Yeah, I mean, which is sort of what's going on with the Giants now. You sort of feel the same thing. Like, this reminds people of the 2007 team and a quarterback who had struggled and now all of a sudden figured it out. And the Giants do have a good defensive line. Now, as we said many, many times this week, uh, we do believe that the 2007 team was more talented and better than this team, but there are similarities there, without a doubt. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, let's go to Brian in Marlboro. What's up, Brian? Hey, it's great to talk to you guys. So I got a girlfriend, ex-girlfriend from when I'm like 15 years old. We're still friends. Season ticket holder to the Eagles. She is terrified of going to the game. Even though she's going, she's like, what are they thinking? A Philly game at 8.30? These guys are going to be drinking all day long. Yeah. Violent dangerous people yeah i mean there's gonna be what what do you think the number if i set the and brian you're right if i set the over under for people that don't end up actually getting into the game because they're too drunk either they fall asleep and they're totally intoxicated in the parking lot or they get up to the ticket taker and they're so intoxicated that the security doesn't let them in you think that that number is no, they want them in I, you know, sometimes they don't. You think Mike Trout's going to be all fired up in the front row there? Yeah, maybe. Mike Trout and that Miles Teller, that actor, he's a big Eagles fan. Yeah. He's always at these games. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I think that there'll be at least like 1,500 people that at least don't make it in because they're too intoxicated. Because it's right, a night game. Either they pass out before the game or they're not allowed into the game. Right, because they're stumbling up to the gate and puking and walking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they have like a drunk standby section. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Just go over here, sober up for a little bit when you can... No, no, no. Like if somebody can't get in, oh, they give the oh, ticket oh. to a sober person who's right. in the whole little, you know, waiting area. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, okay, let's get somebody in here. Some Somebody responsible in here. Yeah, that's tough, man. If you're like a 22-year-old Eagles fan and, you know, full of masculinity and like fraternity bro type guy and you're at this game and it's an 8 o'clock game, you're showing up there no later than noon and you are just going 100% all those hours up until kickoff and you would, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Saturday night game in Philadelphia. God. Kind of felt like it was happening last week, you know, thinking we were all sitting there 
in, in the studio wondering when the games are going to be played. Yeah. You know, what network and all that stuff. How is it going to impact us? Were we going to get Kansas City and Jacksonville or were we, were we going to get the Bills and the Bengals? And, of course, we got the Bills and the Bengals, which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes or Trevor Lawrence, that, that would, that's going to be a hell of a game, too, I think. Sure. I think both the quarterbacks will be able to move the ball up and down the field uh, on the opposing defenses. But saying all that, I, you know, I was like, you know they're going to put the Cowboys and the 49ers late on Sunday. That is the biggest window. Sure. That is the biggest window. But for the Saturday night, you couldn't ask for a better matchup in terms of TV markets. Absolutely. Absolutely right. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 